Praise the Lord. Oh, it's so good to see every single one of you here. I uh, said, so this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. And I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen? Amen. And it's so good to be able to come together to fellowship and break bread together and just enjoy being together and celebrating this time of thanksgiving unto the Lord because he is so good. He has blessed us more than we can ever think or imagine. And he is an awesome God that we serve. Amen. Okay, we have over here a table for vets. You know, this Saturday is a Veterans Day, and so we want to honor our vets today. And so um, if you would like, you know a vet, if someone's involved, if you were a vet, I have some little um, uh, sticky notes over here. You can put their name on there to put on the table of honor if you would like. And we are going to salute them a little much more in the program. So, but I want to welcome each and every one of you as a guest, new guests, ministers, all that are ministers here. Then I know that we have uh, special speakers and teachers here, and everybody has a calling in their life. So, we welcome all the sons and daughters of the Most High King. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank everyone that has participated over there on the food drive. What a blessing it is over there. If you just turn around and look at that, y'all are so giving. And God's going to bless you back more, a hundredfold, I say in Jesus' name. Y'all can turn your chair sideways so you don't have your back sore. It might be easier. I don't want y'all breaking your necks or whatever. Just enjoy. Just be comfortable. We're in our living room right here all together. Uh, Sylvia, it's so glad to see you. It's so good to see you, Elizabeth. And all and every single one of you, praise the Lord. Okay, um, now our next, um, our next... Uh, drive will be toys. We're talking about toys to bless those that are in need, and that will be at our Christmas party, which we're going to have on the second Tuesday, of course, in December. Today, we're going to have an installation as well of uh, our, a new member to our NASA Aglow team, and that would be Miss Pastor Tess. And so, we're going to do that a little bit later as well. And Pastor Tess is a um, you know, I forgot to bring my bio about you, Miss Pastor. She's up in the front being busy as always. Uh, already involved, already in ministry before she even steps into uh, the fold, but she has stepped in, stepped into the river with both feet. Thank you, Pastor Tess. Um, she is a pastor of uh, Beyond, was it Behind Closed Doors? And she's so much involved in so many other things. She is also certified counselor. She is a certified um, certified in deliverance and um, suicide. I think she's a counselor that helps those. Do you, you have it? God bless you. <laughs> okay, there Thank you go. Thank you. Let me just read this to you. You're such a blessing. Thank you. God always provides, doesn't he? He's so good. Oh, he takes care of the littlest details, even down to a lighter to light up our little funnels. Thank you, Pastor Tess, for finding that. <laughs> Already led by the Spirit, okay? So she's the founder of both the Behind the Closed Doors Ministries and Behind Closed Doors Leadership uh, Training, which are located in League City and Texas City for the uh, last eight years. For the past 20 years, she has been called into the fivefold ministry and is a certified Christian counselor, certified in suicide prevention, certified in childhood trauma, spiritual coach, and a deliverance pastor. Her passion is to set the captives free, break generational curses, 
break strongholds and see people delivered from oppression of the enemy and walking in total freedom. Now, isn't that the call that the Lord has come for each and every one? Praise God. And she is the mother of two. Her daughter is Tashana, and her son is Solomon. And she is a grandmother called Gigi. <laughs> Gigi. Um, uh, to uh, Kamari. Kamari and Zane, right? Okay. So we're so glad to have her. I just wanted to let you know more. Uh, the Lord has raised her up to come into ministry here in uh, NASA Oglow. We're so grateful for that. Hallelujah. So before we start, we do want to um, uh, honor uh, our, our vets, our vets. David, you want to play that? We're going to play a song that I'm proud to be an American, okay? Aren't you proud to be an American? I'm so grateful the Lord put me here, and he could put me any place in the world, but he put me here in a free country. We say that is, this is a nation that is uh, one nation under God, and we have our freedoms, and we're going to keep our freedoms because our God says so. It's his hand is on America, and he's on each one of us, so we don't need to be afraid of anything and just focus on him, and he's going to carry us through, right? Hallelujah. Are you ready? Oh, no. Okay, let me, let me get him. Let's. Excuse me. Okay. Technical difficulty. <laughs> We're going to start with the sounding of the shofar for right now. Be patient with us while we do. Well, sometimes we have technical difficulties, but the Lord always provides. And so he's got it. Praise the Lord. Okay. So you want to go ahead and play um, I'm Proud to be American? And then we'll, oh, we should have opened with prayer. Hold off for a moment. You want to open up with prayer? 
hold off a moment on that, David. Pastor Tess is going to open up with prayer today. So we're going to welcome the King of Kings and the Spirit of the Living God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Everybody just get ready to pray and let's lift up the name of Jesus. Let's pray, y'all. Father God, in the name of Jesus, most high God, amazing God, grateful God. Lord, we thank you on this day. This day I give you glory. This day I give you praise. Thank you for today that you breathe life in each one of us that are present here, God, and allowed us and watched over us as we came today. God, we ask that you move mightily. Do things that we've never seen done before, God. Show us who you are today, God. Lord, we ask that you would touch each every individual personally, God. They got a need that got to be met. They got situations going on. They got deliverance need to take place. Healing need to take place, God. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, huh, let the holies of holies come in here right now. Huh? Let your presence fill this room. Let your amazing hand touch each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, David, if you want to play, I'm proud of the American.
God bless the USA and all of our veterans. Are there any veterans here today? Will you raise your hand? Okay, we have Jerry in the back. This gentleman here, he's a vet. He served in Vietnam. My son uh, served in Vietnam with uh, my brother in, in Germany during the Vietnam War. And also my son, in, uh, um, he was in Afghanistan. And these are all of my family up here in these pictures. I would have invited you all to do the same, but at least if the names would be put there, we still honor them and we respect them and they, we welcome them back into our country and they deserve the honor with parades and, and praise, you know, to keep us free. They fight to keep us free. Hallelujah. Right? Okay, so now Pat, uh, I would like to invite the team that's here to come up and we are going to install Pastor Tess. Uh, if you will come up, please, Miss Tess. Okay, we have uh, one member, two. Okay. And we're, if you would come over here in the front, please, my dear Miss Tess. Okay. <laughs> Pastor Tess, is a, a, we are so grateful to have you and that the Lord has sent you to us. And um, but I, I, I have been asked to install you. Uh, Margie Smith is our president of the CETA uh, team, and she, her, she's in with uh, Sugarland today. But, uh, she's at, in that aglow, and they're having their meeting today, so she couldn't be here. So she asked me to install her. So as NASA Glow Lighthouse Vice President of Ministry Development, it will be your duty to work uh, in close relationship with the president, assisting and being supportive in her position and will be willing to fill in for her in a temporary absence. Along with uh, assisting leading our prayer team and uh, you will be serve as part of the ministry team as the close of each of our Lighthouse meetings. It will be your responsibility to recognize the talents in others and to link them with ministry opportunities within our NASA Aglow Lighthouse. It will be your responsibility to help take the ministry of NASA Aglow Lighthouse out of the four walls into the streets by assessing the needs of the community outreaches and bring creative ideas to the team and suggest practical ways to meet the needs those needs. Do you pledge to fulfill the duties and the responsibility of Vice President of Ministry Development and to serve to the best of your ability? The members of NAS Aglow Lighthouse, if so, say I do. I do. I do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you acknowledge that the true leadership is a sacred responsibility in the covenant to serve the Lord and will seek the Lord's wisdom and discernment in all discussions and decisions with all of your heart and all of your soul? If so, say I do. I do. <laughs> Praise God. So, Holy Spirit, and let's anoint her by, if you would help me, um, this, if I can get this up. <laughs> we'll use that. We're going to anoint her. Okay, got some there. And if you will, as well. We anoint you, Pastor Tess, and uh, to fulfill all the duties and uh, the anointing to have the wisdom and the direction by the Holy Spirit and uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I so. I hereby so install you, Pastor Tess, as NASA Glow Lighthouse Vice President of Ministry Development. In Jesus' name, we say amen and do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, if you allow, if you'll hold hands and then I'll just hold you as well. 
we're going to pray over the team because for unity. Heavenly Father, gracious and uh, faithful Jesus, and he is faithful to NASA Globe and Holy Spirit. Today we humbly come before you as the NASA Globe leadership team, recognizing your authority and guidance. Yes, we acknowledge the true leadership is a sacred responsibility, a covenant to serve you and you alone. We do seek your wisdom and discernment in all of our decisions and uh, discussions. Grant us an open heart, a mind to actively listen, to communicate effectively, and, the va and to value each team member's contributions. Understanding one another, fostering an, uh, an atmosphere of respect and collaboration. Unite us in your purpose and your vision so that we may work together har harmoniously. Help us not to lean on our own understanding, but to trust in your perfect guidance. May your presence be felt among us, guiding your, our thoughts, words, and actions. Quieten our hearts and minds that we may hear your still, small voice amidst the noisy world. We surrender our plans and agenda to your perfect will, knowing that you were all things for our good. Help us lead with integrity, humility, and compassion always keeping the best interests of those we serve in mind. Grant us wisdom to complement each other's strength and support each other's weaknesses. As a team, Holy Spirit, guide us and strengthen our bond of our faith so that we may trust in your timing and provision as, you, as we lead others. When doubt arises, remind us of all your faithfulness and thank you, Lord, you are throughout the history of NASA aglow in, in our lives. May our trust in you be a testimony to those who lead, pointing them to your unfailing love. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and in him so be it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God is good all the time. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You okay? Okay. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so now we've already bought uh, the shofar, and that we're going to enter into worship now. And Sandra Louth, our worship leader, is going to come forth and lead us. Thank you, Lord. One moment before we do that, uh, let's pray for Israel. And I do have an exhortation for Israel real, uh, real quickly. Father God, we just thank you and praise you that you... Uh, that uh, Israel is your nation. You have your hand on them. They are the apple of your eye. We decree and declare that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. And we thank you, Lord, that you have angels surrounding their borders. And that they will grain, they will have victories because you never leave them nor forsake them, Lord God. When their eyes are open, they will see the host of heaven armies surrounding them and fighting for it because you are the Lord of the battle. We speak peace alone to Israel. And we say that you will have the victory. Every time you will have the victory because the Lord goes before you. Yes, and he has it's anointed you and called you. Yours. And the battle is yours. And we give you praise for Amen. 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 We have a quick exhortation here. And I apologize for it. Thank you for squeezing me in. Trudy, Trudy Nelson. Trudy Nelson here. So the importance of this is um, really dire. Um, I have a call to Israel, so it's like number one on my list. We can't hear you. Oh, is that better? Yeah. Closer? Yeah. Okay. So my number one calling is Israel. So when this happened, 
Yeah, I step in full speed. And the Lord spoke this. He said, believers are to be a bulwark against the coming tide of terrorism. The definition of bulwark is a solid wall like structure of defense, strong support or protection, principles that stand against tyranny. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. To fortify or safeguard. Later on, read Isaiah 26, 1 through 4. I won't take time to read that now, but it talks about bulwark in terms of scriptural meaning, etc. So to put natural um, precedence to this, Cindy Jacobs has called for a 911 prayer call in regards to terrorism on our soil. Amen. And about a week before she did that, the Lord awakened me with an Arabic name, Emil. B was the first initial of the last name. And I said, Lord, what is this? And he said, this is a terrorist that's already here. They've been embedded for a long time. Not Hamas, but the Iranian regime. So to validate this, the FBI has made a similar statement about a week after this came to me. And then two nights ago, supernaturally, I ended up on a conference call with Texas Congressman Brian Babin. And he said, I quote him, a terrorist plot was uncovered and thwarted. The target was in a Jewish community in Houston. So I'm sharing this to tell you to armor up, be the bulwark God's called you to be for you and for your family and for our nation. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you that you're still on the throne. We thank you, Lord, that we each have your spirit within us, Lord. Our ears are anointed to hear what your voice tells each one of us. Lord, we thank you for the authority that you've given us as believers, Lord, to not put up what the enemy is trying to throw out at us. So, Lord, we're going to stand together in unity and in agreement and believing, Holy Spirit, you will lead and guide us into all truth for us to take authority over everything that the devil is throwing out. Lord, we thank you for that that hedge of protection that you have around each one of us. We thank you for each weapon that you've given us, Lord. Your word, your spirit, Lord, your your blood. Jesus, thank you for the blood, the all-powerful blood, the power of agreement, Lord. Worship. Worship is a weapon, Lord. Father, we just praise you and thank you that we're victorious because we've read the end of the book, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for leading and guiding us. Now, Holy Spirit, we welcome you here this morning. Come, come and have your way. Lord, we want to enter in with thanksgiving, with grateful hearts for who you are. We enter in, Lord, with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise, into the holy place to worship you and you alone. For you are worthy of all of our worship. In Jesus' name. Amen. You can stand if you want to, dance, shout, whatever you want. We are free here to worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can you turn that up, David? David, can you turn it up a little bit more? presence of my enemies. Raise a hallelujah. Louder than the unbelief. Come 
Praise the hallelujah. Come on, here we go. Our weapon. Our weapon's a melody, Lord. It's a melody. Come on, yes. Praise the hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. Thank you, Lord. In the middle of the storm, in the middle of the battle, Lord. Louder, louder. Hear my praises roar. Hallelujah, we roar our praises, Lord. Open the eyes. Death is defeated. The King is alive. We're alive, Jesus. We raise a hallelujah with everything inside of us, Lord. We bless you. Hallelujah. Everything inside of me. I raise a hallelujah. We're going to watch it, Lord. The darkness is going to flee. We're going to sing, Lord. Raise a hallelujah. In the middle of Praise a hallelujah. Fear you lost your hold on me. Yes, Lord. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder. We're gonna roar our praises, Lord. You're alive. You're alive. You're alive. We sing, Lord. You're alive. In the presence of our enemies, Lord. We praise you. We sing louder. We sing louder, Lord. You're alive, you're alive, you're alive. 
the middle of the storm, Lord, we're going to sing, King Jesus, you're alive. We bless you, we exalt you, we magnify you, we sing hallelujah, Lord. Open our eyes, death is defeated, the King is alive. Raise a hallelujah. We raise a hallelujah. We raise a hallelujah. Woo! We raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah. We raise a hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the presence of our enemies, Lord. You are for us, Lord, not against us. You go before us, Lord. You make a way for us, Lord. Praise our hallelujah. Hallelujah. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you, we exalt you. We magnify you, Lord of hosts. We magnify you, Lord of hosts. You are God of the angel armies. That's who you are, Lord. That's who you are, Lord. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Behold the works of God, the nations at his feet. He breaks the bow and bends the spear and tells the wars to cease. That's who he is. Mighty one of Israel, you are on our side. By faith, the chariots with fire Lord of hosts. Host you with us, with us in the fire, with us as a shelter, with us in the storm. You will lead us, Lord. Lead us through the fiercest battle. Oh, where else would we go with the Lord of hosts? Where else would we go, Lord? God of Jacob, fierce and great, you lift your voice to speak. The earth, it bows, and all the mountains move into the sea. Oh, Lord, you know the hearts of men, still you let them live. <laughs> Come on, Lord. Come wrestle us, Lord. Oh God who makes the mountains melt, come wrestle us and win, Lord of hosts, Lord of hosts. Push you with us, with us in the fire, with us as a shelter, with us in the storm. You will lead us, you will lead us, Lord. Lead us. Through the fiercest battle, oh, would we go with the Lord of hosts? 
Sulema Tuoroa. Sulema Tuoroa. I know, I know, I know, I know my God is still in control.
fullness of joy in your presence, Lord. Everything bows before your holy God. Everything bows, Lord. As the fullness of joy is in you, Lord. We worship your holy name. and magnify you, you alone, we sing like never before, Lord. Oh, my soul, I worship your holy name, Lord. 
presence, Lord, we adore you. We bless you. We honor you. We exalt you. We magnify you. We adore you. Welcome, the Spirit of the Living God. your holy name, Lord. We bless and honor and exalt you. We thank you for your presence here, Lord. We thank you. You are good, Lord. Thank you. There's no other God like you. Thank you. There's one and only. One and only. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship you. Let's just sing in the spirit and see if we can get this next song up. It's not. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord. We exalt you. We say yes to your presence, Lord, and your spirit, Holy One. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. We welcome you, Lord. We worship and adore you. We magnify your name. We lift you up. We adore you, Lord. Lord, 
are undone, Lord. We are undone. Hallelujah. Here in your presence, heaven and earth become one. Here in your presence, all things are In your presence, Lord, we bow. We honor. We honor you, Lord. We say you are holy, Lord. There is no other God like you. We say you are wonderful. You are beautiful. You are glorious, Lord. You are matchless in every way, Lord. That's who you are. That's who you are, Lord. Your presence is all we desire, Lord. Just you and me, Lord. Just you and me, Lord, in the holy place. Honoring and worshiping you in your presence. Here in your presence, Lord. Here in your presence, Lord. We worship and adore you, Lord. We worship and adore you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Ilo, ilo, araha, sakario, sikura, darara, ishalarara, rabaha, sapura, darara, babadura, Welcome, 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 Holy Ghost. Speak, speak. We're listening, Lord. The Lord says, I have come to bring you peace. I have come to bring you peace in the midst of the storm. For the storms are upon you, says the Lord. The storms are upon you. The spiritual storms have been in the air. They have been in the atmosphere. But I have never left you. And I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I have given you instructions. Pay attention to the word that I speak to you and have spoken to you. Stay in my presence. And I will guide you through the storms. It's not going around you, but you are going through. You are going through and you are coming out on the other side victorious because I, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi, I am with you and I will be with you. When the storm looks dark and all around the chaos is surrounding you, look up for I am always near. I am always with you. When it looks the darkest, know that the light is here. Your light is here above you, with you, in you. Stay in my presence, says the Lord, for I am with you. Just like Noah went through the storm. You don't think God could have saved him and taken him out of that and just set him someplace on dry land and just... Wiped everyone else out, but he didn't do that. He went in the ark through the storm. We are going to go through the storm, and guess what? I think Noah learned a few things while he was on that ark, and we're going to learn a few things while we are in the ark of his presence. Right now, we're going to sing a song about a grateful, thankful heart because we are celebrating today our Thanksgiving meal.
Thank you, Lord. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his Son. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, his Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. And now let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks. Hallelujah. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks for who you are and what you're doing in us and through us. Amen. We do give God thanks. It's so wonderful to gather here to do that. And we are blessed beyond measure here. And so uh, David, my husband, is going to bless the food and then we'll give instructions on how we will serve. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, mighty name of Jesus. We bless this food that's served this day. We pray it be virtuous and beneficial to everyone's body. We lift up your name, Jesus, above whose name is above all names. We give you the glory. And then we bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you the peace, the peace that only he can give. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. What I'm going to do right now, they are working on the sound system right now. Um, I have every year shared um, and brought back to remembrance things the Lord had done through the past years, through this past year. Because at this time we're giving him thanks for what he does. And I want to share some of the things that he has uh, spoken to us during the last meetings. I'm not going to go through all 12 months. We're just going to, uh, to about like three or four. But the, I really feel like they're important. And we'll finish some more and share again at our Christmas party. And uh, so well, do you know that the Lord, we believe that the Lord sends our speakers to us. You know, and we want that. And that the message that they bring is to, uh, to minister to us and what the Lord is saying to us right now. And so uh, even though we're starting in this year of 2023, because we're not in December yet, I pulled up um, December 22. And uh, our speaker at that, uh, that time was uh, Pastor Michelle uh, DeSoma. This is her picture. She's with her husband. This is a Pastor Jerry. They pastor a church in, um, let me think, what is the name of that? Uh, 
It's like in Rosenberg or Richmond, somewhere down that way. But anyway, he did minister as well, but this, this is what she had ministered and we did. And what's so special to me is when we receive, like today, a word from the Lord. I think it's important for us to remember what he says to us, you know, and thank God for the things and directions that he gives us in those words that he speaks. So um, this was a word that was delivered during that time, and this is December the 8th, 2022. It's a word from the Lord that was delivered from Agnes Schultz, who delivered it today. Um, the Lord said, and, it, and it's so complimentary, he's telling us the same thing how much he loves us, but listen to this. It says, you are always on my mind. I don't think the way that you think, and my thoughts are higher than yours. Sometimes you go through the day and you are looking and thinking of other things and not thinking of me, but I am thinking of you. The distractions of this earth has pulled into us into another direction. You are on my mind, says the Lord, and you are always on my mind. So when you get busy in this season, remember, look up, for I am always with you. I am always with you. He repeated it. You know, they tell us when he repeats it, he really wants you to know what he is saying. He says, I am always with you. And, and you are always on my mind, says the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? The Lord is so good to, to bless us with that. And her message was uh, taken, talking about tested, tests and trials that we go through and we're not to quit. We're not to give up. And 1 Peter 1, 6, 9 says, you have, you have identity, uh, well, excuse me, in all this you greatly rejoice, though for a little while uh, you may have to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. And you know, the trials, these fiery trials we go through is really to purge us and to make us better and stronger. We come out stronger. And that's what he's doing. He's burning out everything that needs not to be in us so he can use us more, that he can be glorified in us. So um, we, need, we need to thank God, even though we don't, when we're going through trials, that he makes a way where there seems to be no way we go through. There's the key, we go through. And this is what he's reminding us in her message to always remember that um, you're, I'm gonna help you through this. And so she shared uh, that she was going through bankruptcy, she and her husband, and they went to a lawyer to help them with that bankruptcy, uh, but he was a Christian. And when he, she came, he, uh, they told him what they wanted him to do. He, she says, you're not gonna go through bankrupt. And he, she, they, she looked at him and says, do you, what? You know, we're here to file bankruptcy. He, and he said, what is wrong with you? And she answered to him, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> he said, he, and then he told her, he says, can you not see that God is a, a great deliverer? Can you not see that there is a way through your situation? And this is a lawyer that they're trying to go through bankruptcy is telling them and reminding them. Hey, Pastor Judy, welcome. I'm so glad to see you. Thank you for being with us. Blessings. Can you not see that he is your great redeemer? So she encouraged us, no matter what the enemy brings our way, we must allow ourselves to stand strong, having our relationship with the Lord to remain intact. You know, because that's what the trials are trying to do. It's trying to pull us off track. But we're going to stay on track and focused on the Lord, right? So, uh, and then she said, I believe on these that what, what, uh, that you will say these words, 
Look what the Lord has done, and I believe God wants to give you a testimony. When we go through our test, go through, come out, and we're on the other side, we have a testimony, right? And to glorify God. So you will say uh, what you thought I was going under, but look, I went over, and God has redeemed, delivered me, for, and he has set me free. So that's what he had heard to encourage us about at that time. So, and then we had in uh, January, last January, we had a um, brother and sister team come. It was Chris Stefan and Bruce Kellinger. Remember, y'all know her, them personally. And they minister here a lot. But they're an awesome anointed team together. They've been, uh, um, she is powerful. She walked around and she prayed for everybody as the Lord led her to pray. And it was powerful. And he ministered on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, we need the Holy Spirit even more and more now these days. And if you're not baptized in the Holy Spirit, we want to baptize you today and have that river flowing out of you, right? So, and then we received a word. And again, that was uh, from, given from through Agnes. The Lord spoke it, though, right? He says, I have called you into this change, and I have prepared my bride for the last few months. And beginning, uh, the beginning of my year, says the Lord, I have been preparing my bride for the changes that are coming on the earth. My bride is being prepared. Are you ready to go and be changed, to, uh, a change to those around you? Are you ready to get off your blessed assurance, can you believe you said that, and be the change that needs to be in this world? I need my disciples to go out. I need my sons and daughters to be signs, wonders, and miracles in the workplace, in the byplays, in the highways, in the byways, says the Lord. It is time for a change. It is time for my church to be the change in the world. Stand up, stand up, be glory, up in glory, be filled, and worship me as I change you from glory to glory, as I change the world from glory to glory, says the Lord. But that's what he does. When we come together and we're in his presence, he is working on us. He's changing us. He's, he's doing things in us by his spirit. So that is such a beautiful thing, and we thank the Lord for it. And that's what we're doing. We're thanking him. Uh, for all the things he has done. Look what the Lord has done in 2023. We welcome our new uh, guests. Be, feel free, please, to serve yourself. Um, these two young ladies that just walked in, thank you for coming. And then in um, January the 12th, we were blessed to have a second meeting. This was our first night meeting. That is something we're praying about and seeing if the Lord will open that up to us. But at that time, it was uh, evangelist Robin, and here's her picture, Robin Thorne Rogers. If y'all could remember her, she came and she ministered that night. And uh, we were so glad to have Angela Guidry as our psalmist, and that she worshiped with our worship leader, Sandra Lau. We are so grateful to them both and all. And so she, she was very prophetic. And she would sing a song of uh, prophetic. Now, it was beautiful when I listened to it. And you see, I got all these notes again from our podcast. I want to remind you, y'all can go back and listen to the whole meeting and everything the Lord, the Lord said to us and what was ministered is on our podcast. Um, thank Bill. He was here earlier, Bill uh, Sleeper. In fact, his birthday is going to be on the 11th, Saturday. So happy birthday, Bill. We appreciate it. He's our special, I call him our tech genius. 
He, he, he helped us set up the podcast and also our, our special tech system. So um, then she said that, it says, Holy, 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 Lamb of God, fill this house with heaven's plans. Wonderful, exalted King who is drawing us. And here we are with open hands. Purify us here in your presence, Lord. We stand amazed. We stand in awe. You, Who are we that you would have captured us? You know, because he draws us to himself, right? That you would enter into our hearts and give us the very, very thought, your very, very thoughts. We are warriors. We are conquerors. We are the host of heaven's love and carries the fight forth hour after hour. And then she said she heard the Lord say, I have called them to host an anointing that they don't even know yet. And I am raising them up as warriors that they don't even know the fullness of it yet. And God said, I have called you to peace, my peace and shod with my strength. You know, we need his strength to go on, hallelujah, says the Lord. So, and he says that you are going to say, the Lord has abounded me with great vision. He has abounded me with a great, great love and with a great anointing that I will never be the same. Amen. We will never be the same every time we come into his presence, right? So we praise God for that. So he said, she also says, of course y'all know that there, you each have an anointing and you have an assignment and everyone can say, look what the Lord has done. Because when you start walking in that anointing, you know it's not you. Things that you do and things that you say, you know that that is the Lord. And then she released this, and we released this, this uh, decree, and I release it over you again, because his word goes forth, and the angels accomplish that which is, is, is proceeding out of the, uh, our mouths, the power of our mouth. It's, it, it, this is it. I release the fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit. I release the fire all over this room, and I break every yoke and assignment that comes against your house. I speak life, not death, over you and all of your families and everything that concerns you. I say that you are not beneath, but you are above. Hallelujah. And I say that the glory of the Lord visits you. I say that I break every spirit of infirmity over your body in Jesus' name. And I say that I break the spirit of arthritis. Anyone thought, just keep moving those fingers and hands trying to come on your body. And I speak to the thing that is not of God, go in Jesus' name, amen? And I lose healing through my, through your very fingers and through your bones and, and, and through your spinal cords. I lose healing, the healing balm of Gilead in Jesus' name. And so to our last one that I'm gonna share with you today is Pam Berry. She was our, our February minister that the Lord had sent and it was a powerful, powerful meeting. And she also is very anointed. And um, so, but it's, but what came out of that meeting is a lot of testimonies. And that's what we need to have. You know, I know in our meetings, the Lord is moving and touching people and changing you. We need to give him praise and worship by giving our testimony. Because it encourages somebody else and uplifts their faith and they continue to believe God, right? So I'm going to share some of the testimonies, and, uh, and then we're going to have Pastor Tess minister. But I think it's important, and even during this time when we were having this meeting, the Lord spoke through Pam Berry herself and said, you know, you're not taking up a lot of time. You're not wasting time. You're giving me glory. 
you know? So the, let me just share, okay. There was a lady that came to me uh, to tell me that she had been in our January meeting, that she was had come here depressed, drained uh, spiritually and felt alone that she wanted to give up having meetings in her home. And um, Chris Stefan, this is our January meeting, and I were led over there to pray for her. And so we took authority over this depression, the spirit of the depression. And, uh, and spoke life into her. And then right after that very same meeting, at the end she came to me and she told me, she said, I have felt the deliverance of, from depression. And then I am not gonna give up. She was lifted up. I mean, she was like, she was just almost in a state of just shrinking, if I want to tell you, when we first prayed for her. And so she, the Lord touched her. So we wanna praise the Lord for that. But then there was another lady that said she had depression because her husband had left her for another woman. And when, but when she came into the meeting, she got on her knees and asked the Lord to heal her of this depression. And she felt a warm, uh, warmth that passed from the top of her head through her whole body. We're talking about in this room before the Lord ministering to you. That's why I always say when we call for prayer and we ask you to come up to prayer if you need anything, it's not us up here, it's Jesus up here. And he's moving through this room right now by his spirit ministering to y'all. So praise God. So we're so grateful that we can gather in his name. And then she said she felt joy again and she knew that she was delivered and she gave God the praise. And they came immediately like the, the one of the leopards that came back the same time during that meeting and gave thanks to God. But this same lady said that she walked into the room in our February meeting because that was in January. And she said that she looked, um, that the Lord had opened her eyes and she saw Jesus, you know. And I believe that I know he's not, his crown, his thought, throne is much bigger than this. He could not, but he's here in his presence. And this is why we have this altar here is because we want you to focus on Jesus, right? That he is truly here and that we're just not gathered together and we're just hanging out. You know what I mean? But he is here with us. And so she said that he looked so beautiful sitting there and she shared how we, uh, and I started to share just what I shared. The Lord, we used to have tables like this, and I would set up a special table right here for him and with a special chair like we did, like his little throne, a special chair. And we did that for several months, almost a year, and he spoke to me, and he says, oh, now I want you to set me up on the altar up here. And so that's how come we do this all the time, to give God the glory. And it was, and then we had, we had been doing this for a long time. And then we had a guest speaker, and that was um, Samuel Ramos. He's a prophet, prophet around here. And he gave us a word, and he said that the Lord uh, said that the reason that you have this altar set up is because they, that Nassau Glow will be setting up altars in our area that we're going to be pulling down bell altars and we're going to be setting up altars in this area. Praise God. That's an assignment for us. And so we are doing that. And one of the assignments is that we're going to the schools and we've gone to many of them at the flagpoles and uh, we built actually an altar there. Putting rocks down, pouring water and putting oil over it and, uh, and even burying a deed into the ground to say that this belongs to the kingdom of God. Now, and he, he named it, you know, when you, on your deeds and your property, you have names, your name on there. And I asked him, okay, Lord, because he wanted us to rename the property. 
And so I asked him, well, what do you want us to name it? And he said, Bethel, you know, the stairway to heaven, the portal to heaven. So we go over there and pray. So we're thanking God for that. Then we had uh, uh, Jeanette Sensen received a word from the Lord to, uh, and that was when Robin, Robin uh, Rogers was in the, the, the night session of our first night meeting. And she said that um, the speaker had said that she was going to receive, got a word, you know, when he speaks a word to you and it's coming to pass, you know, stand on that word even though it hasn't come to pass. In fact, we're supposed to be decreeing, declaring it. So remember to do that. Write down your words. When you get a word, bring your phones up, record it, or go on the podcast because it's recorded there. Amen? Okay, but she said that she got a, that uh, would have financial blessings, and she wanted to become independent of her own husband's salary because she wanted to go into the ministry more, right? And so, but she says she had received, she did come into her financial blessings where she could do that. So that word came to pass. And so after one of our meetings in February, even Charlotte said that she had came up for prayer and she was debating to go get testing because she didn't know about the results. And so we prayed and said that she would have positive results and whatever issue she was having would be gone. And so she did go and she um, took the test and they found that there was nothing wrong with her. And so we give praise God for that. I have a few more, and so another lady shared of God's protection by claiming the word of God, such as Psalms 91, and uh, she took the Lord's Supper every day. So she was feeling protection from that, and so that's another thing that we need to be doing. We need, especially Psalms 91, claim it over your family, speak it over your children, take the Lord's Supper, have time with him, break bread, you know, every day, because he heals you during those times. Those special times, he heals you, restores you, gives you wisdom. We need to remember to do these things more and more. And then I like this one too. We have Trudy Nelson with her, and she shared that her granddaughter and another little boy went to play at a playground, and there were some teenage girls there, and they abducted them. Remember that? They abducted them. And Trudy said that she prayed that asked the Lord to show her where the children were. And he told her it was by a pond. And so then she went to that pond, she found the teenagers there, and she found them fighting among themselves, the two teenage girls, because they were arguing which one was going to get which child, whatever that means, you know? And so they became so angry, and she was saying that they became so angry, they decided, well, neither one of us is going to take either one, and they let them go. You know that's angels that went over there and caused confusion in their camp, right? Praise God. So that's answered prayer. So see, she's given praise and testimony on that. And then another one, we have a miracle baby among us. Uh, Rhonda had been praying for her daughter and, uh, daughter-in-law and her son that were not able to conceive to, and we prayed that she would, uh, they would conceive and she did become pregnant. And the reason I, I told him we prayed is that I also, after seven years, I couldn't, I, I wasn't able to conceive. And it was Francis and Charles Hunter that, I, it was Francis that I had asked to pray for me to have a baby. And uh, nine months later, I had my first son. Then I had two and then another one. I said, thank you, Lord, for it's enough. You know, God is good. You know, so, but you know, it's like what you are getting delivered from and what blessing is you come and you have that anointing to pray for somebody else. So that's why we decreed and declare that they will become pregnant. So we give God the glory, the power of the word that he gives us in Jesus name, right? Hallelujah. 
Okay, uh, there was another lady that said she had been suffering from uh, depression and she tried to commit suicide. And she was trying to make herself, in her car, run into a cement bank to kill herself. And all of a sudden she said that the wheel turned. She said, I didn't turn that wheel. I didn't turn the wheel. She said, but she knew that there was angelic protection of her. That the Lord did not allow her to commit suicide. God is so good. He, just like she says, I am always with you. I'm thinking of you. Even though you're not thinking of me, it was one of our words. I'm thinking of you. You are on my mind. Right? Praise God. Okay, then the, Catherine Bell said that she was given a car by her pastor, and it, it was a seat for him because he needed a larger car for his family uh, of seven. So she saw, he, he saw that car into her, and then uh, someone bought him a car not too far after she gave that testimony. And then, then Pat, Pam said that she uh, was uh, driving down the, it was 2.24 late at night coming from one of her friends' house. She said she could see she was not having a problem or anything, but that the, uh, she, the Lord spoke to her saying, suddenly, like that, suddenly. You know, we, the, sometimes things come suddenly. And it was that another car was coming down the same road and it was taking up both of the lanes. And so uh, she said she felt that her car, says you have to get out of the way, and she felt that her wheel was turned and she went into a ditch, I mean rather into a field. And she was bumping along, she said, and all of a sudden the Lord said, stop. So she stopped because she came right before a ditch wow. that she would have fallen in fell in so God's protection is there we need to stay close to him because he loves us so much hallelujah hallelujah okay those I'm going to stop there because what mighty things the Lord does for us and he's always working to our good it is his pleasure to bless us you know and we just give him the praise and the glory and the honor now we're going to go and have Pastor Tess is going to minister today and um, but before we do that, we're going to prepare ourselves to take the Lord's Supper. Every time we get together, we celebrate the Lord's Supper. But before we do that, we always have to stop in the moment and examine ourselves. Because this is a holy act that we do. Does everybody have elements? If not, we'll get you an element. The elements are there, or we'll have someone pass around. Here, I have one test for you. I got one for you. And uh, so we're going to have to look at ourselves and say, Lord, if there's anything within us, we ask you to forgive us. If there's anything the accuser is bringing against us in the courtrooms of heaven, we ask you, Lord, to say, we say guilty and ask you to forgive us. Wash us in the blood of Jesus and make us poor or pure. And that is for those that have known the Lord. And, um, but if there is anyone here that has never asked the Lord Jesus into their lives, this is the day of salvation for you. And he calls you. He calls you. If you need to rededicate yourself to the Lord, this is the day that you just say, Lord, I want to come back to you. I want to serve you. I want to, after all these testimonies of your protection and of your love, I want to walk in that. I want to walk in the river of life that you have for me. Help me, Lord. Help me make you the Lord of my life and every decision and every action that I do. So all you have to do is just say, Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Wash me in your blood. Come into my life. I accept what the Father did for me. And just, um, just fill me with your spirit. 
and help me to make you the Lord of my life because I want you to be the Lord of my life. Teach me every day how to surrender. It's all about surrendering to the Lord. And what do we have? You know, we can't walk in this world by ourselves. We, we must surrender. And it's a beautiful place to surrender because then you're in the perfect will of God's His hand, His arms, His protection by just what the Father provided for us in Jesus' name. So we thank you for that, Father. We give you glory and honor and praise for this privilege to, to celebrate what you did for us. Look what the Lord has done. Amen. And so we're going to have uh, my sister. I have difficulty in pronouncing your name, so forgive me. I'll let her say your name. It's a beautiful name. Miss Tess knows that, too. <laughs> She's going to have trouble with that. So please pronounce your beautiful name for us. Hesabah. Hesabah. Isn't that beautiful? Hesabah. That sounds very Hebrew, right? <laughs> She's going to lead us in the elements. Um, I'm going to pray for everybody. So y'all, let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we come before you, Lord, to ask for forgiveness, Lord, that you forgive us if we said, if we did, if we said or did or thought of something that was not pleasing to you, Lord, that you forgive us, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for everything you did on the cross, Lord, on Calvary, Lord, that you died, you gave your life for all of us, and that you uh, forgive us, Lord, and that, that you open our hearts, Lord, to receive you, Lord, to receive, to receive your, this bread that represents your body, Lord. To receive this, the, this vine that represents your blood, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're doing, and everything you're going to do, Lord. And I pray for each and one of these persons here. If they need healing, that you heal their heart, their mind, and their body, Lord. If they need deliverance, that you deliver them, Lord. That they can feel your love and your presence, Lord, so that they can feel and know that they're not alone, that you're with them, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything you've done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 And, and now uh, I'm going to read it. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. It says, uh, For the Lord, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, So let's, let's take the... We thank you, Lord, for this bread that represents your precious and beautiful body, Lord. And we break it right now. And it says, uh, Take ye, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. Okay, Agnes, will you uh, come up? And now we're going to continue our worship by um, uh, bringing our love gifts to the Lord at this time. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, this morning, the Lord changed what I was going to say about the offering. Um, he does that, you know, kind of. He knew who was going to be here. He knew what you needed to hear. Um, but the Lord was showing me about a farmer. When he plants, he doesn't plant a tomato plant and expect cucumbers. Okay? He plants a seed for what he wants. And that's part of what our offering is. We're supposed to be planting seeds. Just like you heard um, a testimony today about someone that gave a car. Guess what they got back? They didn't get a, an airplane or money. They got another car. That's because that's the seed that they sowed. And when you sow seed into good ground, just like a farmer, you should expect a harvest coming back on that seed. This is good ground. A glow has been around, we, we were talking earlier, it's been around for over 50 years. This is good, solid ground. It's not a fly-by-night ministry that's here one day and gone tomorrow. It's got good fruit. You can see the fruit in the nations that we're in. You can see the fruit in the sisters and brothers that are around you. You can see the fruit in the ministries that are coming forth. You can see the fruit on that table over there where we're going to go out and give to the poor, give to those that need a Thanksgiving meal. So I encourage you to live by what the Lord says. Give, and it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. So, Father, right now I say thank you that we have the opportunity to give into your kingdom. I thank you, Father God, for each and every person that's here with the GLOW and those that are were not able to make it, Father God. But for this GLOW chapter specifically, I thank you, Lord, that you're increasing us in every area. I thank you, Lord, that as we give our offering, it's coming back to us a hundredfold. Because that's what your word promises in the good ground. And we give you the praise of the Lord for it, Jesus' name. Amen. And our offering basket, our vase is up here, so please come up and put your offering in the vase. Where did she go? Where did she go?
that from the Lord is uh, Robin Martin is going to do a worship dance. And so when she's ready, let me see.
Now we're going to have Miss Pastor Tess come up and we move this whole thing up. Hallelujah. Okay, Miss Tess. How far you want to go up? <laughs> okay. Pastor Tess, let's move Blessings, 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 blessings. Amen. Y'all, this has been a full day for me. I don't know about y'all, but I know it's been a very full day for me. First, I just want to say how grateful, how thankful that I am on today. I want to thank Lorraine. Two years ago, I met her. And um, I was invited. I don't see Dr. Simpson here, but that's who invited me to NASA Globe. And she said, you need to come. And she said, I think you'll really like it. And I said, okay, okay, I'm not doing nothing that Thursday. I'll come. Two years ago, I came. And um, I love the way Miss Liz says it. Miss Liz says, you and Lorraine is like sisters from different mothers. And it's amazing how we just connected and blended together. And um, I want to say thank you so much for your friendship, for your love for you just being here for me in so many ways. I cannot even explain it. And then I want to thank the rest of NASA Glow team um, for y'all just showing that love to me. Um, I appreciate it. Y'all, if I get teary-eyed, because I'm very sensitive, right? Um, I, I look strong, but I, I, I can get sensitive in a minute, hold you. And um, I thank God for Rhonda, Agnes, Charlotte. I thank y'all for showing all that love to me. And I thank God for NASA Glow. Um, NASA Glow, just open their arms to me. So who would have known this day was going to come? I didn't know that two years ago. Um, I thank God for a Glow International Ministries. For uh, Margie is not here, but I thank God for her. Um, uh, just a quick tidbit, y'all. Margie told me no a year ago. And then she here a year ago. Rhonda, <laughs> I see her head. She told me no, they wanted me on the team a year ago. And it, I got the answer of no. And I was like, man, God, why did she say no? And she did tell me. She said, you're a pastor. You know, y'all busy. Y'all got a lot going on. Y'all do too much. So I don't think. That, that would be praise. But let me tell y'all something. What is happening today is what God said to me. He said when she told, said no, we couldn't have her. Um, the God said, go get three people in your prayer circle. I always tell people, get your prayer circle. You got to have a prayer team. You got to have a prayer circle. Folks that's genuinely going to pray for you. Not P-R-E-Y on you, but P-R-A-Y for you. And so God said, go pick three people out your prayer circle and get them to start praying. And, and God said, stay, be still, stay where you at, and don't you move. And you keep doing what I tell you to do. And I did that. And I got my three, and they know who they are. And I, they begin, and we pressed in for a whole year. What I'm saying to y'all is don't give up. Whatever God set in place and in stone and established for you, it shall come to pass. And then finally I get a text a year later. Y'all don't 
hear me. And this text, all of a sudden, this text comes through my phone. We want you on the team. We gonna have you, we're getting you. And I was like, what is this? What are they talking about? And so, and you know, I was like, no, instead I'm a pastor, I can't do it, I'm too busy. And so, um, all of a sudden, here goes Charlotte and Lorraine and everybody sending me texts. Did you get the message? Did you get the message? I'm like, yeah, I see your message, but I know what was said. But God said different. And then, that God's timing is something. <laughs> then Margie came to me and she said, Tess, can I talk to you? And we talked. And she said, we're going to get you on the team. Had I not followed the obedience of God, had I not did what God told me to do, if I would have just got in my feelings and my emotions, and if I would have just ran off and just said, oh, Lord, I ain't going to be a part of them. I, I've been serving. I've been volunteering. been giving. And now I ain't going to do it no more. They don't even see it, God. They, they don't think I'm worth But can I tell you I want? I'm telling you something not to boast and brag about me. I'm telling you something to boast and brag about the God we serve, the God who we know, the God that will take care of us, the God that when he says something, it shall come to pass. Sometimes the wind is to build up your faith. Sometimes he has to increase your wisdom. Sometimes he got to get you to another place. He had to position me. And I remember the Sunday before they text me, God spoke a word to me. This ain't my message, y'all. I'm telling you what I experienced today. God spoke to me that Sunday before Lorraine and Charlotte and all of them started sending me texts. He said, I need you to free yourself up. So I got my ministry team and I told them, I say, I need y'all to get in position. I need y'all to get in place because God got another assignment for me. So I need y'all to run these churches for me and be in place because I'm getting ready to take on another assignment. I didn't know what it was. He just told me. And he said, are you willing? And I said, yes. And then, then all of a sudden, here come the calls, the texts. And that's when I said, I know this is God because he told me this Sunday after service. And I thank God for my, the ministry a team that got together and they got in place and position. And they did say, Pastor, we got you. And I thank God for that, that everything has been flowing accordingly. And I thank God for that. So I just want to say thank y'all for receiving me. Thank you for seeing the God in me. It wasn't me that y'all saw, you saw God in me. And so for that alone, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. Mr. David, I'm so grateful for putting up with me and Lorraine. Where did he go? Um, I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful. So I want to just let y'all know that I've met some wonderful people here. I'm going to bring the word now. Uh, so I just had to say that. What has been happening today has confirmed why God gave me the word that he gave me. I understand it now. I know why you've been having me study it this week. 
Jesus. Y'all give me just a second. Yeah. I know we both breathe at the same time, y'all. Y'all should y'all get ears up here. <laughs> oh, I got my readers up there, okay. I was like, wait a minute. <sighs> Jesus. Y'all, I've been doing this for a long time in ministry, but I've only been pastoring eight years. But it's amazing how each time I get so nervous. Like, this is my first time. Because I always want to make sure I'm pleasing him. Because he called me. No man called me to this, but he did. So I get nervous every time I come before him. I see y'all, but I see him more. Can I tell y'all? I see y'all out there, but I see him more. And I know I just want to make him, I always say, God, did I do all right? And I always say before, when I end from preaching and ministering, I always say, Lord, did I do it right, God? Was I faithful? Am I okay? Are you pleased with me? And so that's why I know I get nervous because I want to make sure he's pleased with me. Amen. So let me read. Let me pray first before I go to this word. And I, as I always say, y'all, let me hit it and quit it. Because y'all, my weed and ain't got full. I almost was finna touch them desserts, but thank God for Minister Ivory. I call her Minister Ivory. Thank God for Minister Ivory sitting in front of me. She said, you know, you gotta go preach. You better not touch them desserts. I love when God put them mothers in front of you. That she's like, no, 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 no. You better get your men if you need something sweet. But you better not touch no desserts. You didn't have enough. Now, you need to be able to preach. I said, okay, you right. <laughs> I'm running to the dessert shop. <laughs> okay. I just want y'all to know that. I'm going to listen to Mother Ivory, but I'm getting the desserts after this. Amen. Let's pray and let's get this word in us, y'all. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father God, let this word come out of my mouth that pleases you. Lord, let it resonate and rest in here. Let your presence fall on the people, God. Lord, thank you for allowing me this day and giving me the opportunity again. Thank you for showing me and teaching me, God. Let these words deliver, folks. Let these words change somebody. Let the words convict somebody. Let the words save somebody. Let the words change their walk and talk, God. So after the day, God, I always say that when we come up under the unction of the word of God, that we should never walk out the same way we came in, Lord. So, Father, that I thank you for the anointing dropping down in here. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for the word of God. And I thank you for the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. amen. Hallelujah. NASA Glow. A Glow International Ministries. If you came just for the luncheon today, we want to say thank you. But you have just been set up. 
God got a word for you personally. Y'all done got set up. Food always can lure in people, can't it? <laughs> so I'm glad y'all showed up today. <laughs> and so y'all got a chance to get set up on what God is getting ready to do today. I said, God, what do you have? Because see, I got put in by cancellation. Mm. Don't y'all love how God show up? She just turned to me. Pastor Tess, do you know we got a cancellation came up? We did. She said, do you mind? No, I don't mind. God told me I was going to speak. I just didn't share with nobody else. And I said, how you going to pull that out, God? We got somebody coming. I hope, I, you know, we, me and God didn't wish nothing bad on them. They happened, you know, I speak up, but... God said, I got this. You're going to speak. So when she came and said, do you mind? Oh, I don't mind. She don't even know God told me I was going to speak. I was just trying to figure out how he was going to pull that out because we got one. And he pulled it out. So I'm standing here. Amen. I'm trying to tell you what you got to hold to. Y'all don't know who y'all got at y'all table with y'all. Y'all better watch this in a minute. God shows out through me. <laughs> he make believers from me. Come on, somebody. He break curses out of me. <laughs> he delivers folks out of their situations. <laughs> Strongholds is breaking out of me. <laughs> when he called me to preach, he told me, <laughs> you are deliverance, pastor, and you come to deliver. And he said, you better not preach no other way. The minute you go preach another way, I'll shut you down. He said, you better not preach like other preachers. You better just preach the way I called you. And he said, so when your mouth opens, captives is set free. Deliverance takes place. Strongholds and generation curses are broken when I open my mouth. He said, it's time for us to go behind the veil. It's time to go behind the veil. If you're watching what's happening now in the last days, it's time for us to go behind the veil. See what it is. Let me tell you what happens when you go behind the veil. Jeremiah 33 and 3, turn to it. Come on, somebody say, yep. Come on. I'm going to hit it and quit it, Lord. Come on, somebody. He said in Jeremiah 33 and 3, he said it like this. Call to me and I will answer you. I'm reading from the Amplified. And he said, tell you. And in the Amplified, Amplified it's in parentheses. And it says, and even show you. He said, I'm not going to just tell you. I'm going to show you too. He said, I'm going to do this. Come on, somebody. Will you go behind the veil? I'm talking about we going to go behind the veil. Now don't be scared of going behind this veil. Because this is what you're going to find out behind the veil. He said, great and mighty things, things which been confined and hidden from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all didn't get that. Y'all heard Lorraine said that somebody was being abducted and God showed somebody else where they was. And come on, somebody. Nobody but God could do that. He's going to say, if you go behind. 
prevail. He's going to begin to start showing you things that's been hidden from you. He's going to begin to tell you things that secretly had not been exposed to you. Come on, somebody. He said, I'm going to show you great and mighty things. Y'all start looking for the great and mighty things getting ready to happen in your lifetime. He said, I'm going to show you that. Come on, somebody, Lord. And he said, which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know. And you don't understand and cannot distinguish. Did y'all get that? There's some stuff you don't know. There's some stuff been hidden from you. But because we getting ready to go behind the veil. I'm getting ready to find out what all been kept from me. And then it'll go all the way back in your childhood. You better watch it. You might not be ready for some of this, baby. But God said you went behind the veil now. So let me get to you. Let me tell you this real quick. <laughs> Y'all know traditional marriages. This I say traditionals because we now, when we get married, we dress any kind of way. <laughs> We, we, we don't wear the veil no more. Come on, y'all better stay with me because I'm going fast and I'm going to hit it and quit it. But don't miss this. When you, traditional weddings, had a, you had a veil, right? The purpose of the veil was not for the groom to see the bride face. So she had to wear the veil and put that veil over her face. And she walked all the way down the aisle. She had to do that, right? It was like, go behind the veil, hide. Don't let them see you. He wasn't supposed to see her on that. See, traditionally, marriage day, the man ain't supposed to see the woman, period, that day, right? I know a lot of y'all say that's superstition. No, 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 no. That was a purpose for that. <laughs> he supposed to be so happy. And glad to see his bride. Come on here. He's supposed to be excited. Because I ain't seen her all day. I want to see my bride. Come on somebody. I need to see my bride. The one I'm going to marry. Come on somebody. Ah, So watch this. So she's walking down with the veil. She's hiding behind the veil. She's coming to the, the groom. And he's anxious. And He's in a, he's, he's excited, but he's anxious for her. He want to see what she look like. Huh? I haven't seen her all day. He said, well, I can't wait till she get here. That's traditional marriage, y'all. We don't wear no veils no more. Huh? Ah, glory. Come on, somebody. If they knew the purpose of it, we'll go back to it. My God, my God. Now, spiritual marriage. Somebody said it earlier today. We are God's bride. Men don't get, don't, don't say, no, 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 I ain't not his bride. No, 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 no. No, see, you still male. Let me say that, but you still God's bride. Y'all, oh, y'all gonna get that riding home. You still God's bride. That means I'm, God is always anxious to see us every day. Oh, glory. God said, I love you that much that I can't wait till you get up. And I'm, I can't wait to see what you got planned today. I can't wait to see what we going to do today. I can't wait to see how we going to serve people today. I can't wait to see who you going to bless today. I can't wait to see what you going to do. That's that spiritual marriage. Jesus. 
See, y'all, when you understand these things. So I said, God, and I've been saying the last couple of weeks, I said, God, something's different happening with me. What is it that's happening with me? And then for him to give me this word to study and bring to y'all, he said, that's what's happening with you. You've been going behind the veil. You've been spending a lot more time with me than you normally do. Mm, my God, my God. Let me go on. What happens when we go behind the veil? You have to understand that God leads and you follow. Y'all didn't hear that because I know I would have got more amens than that. When you understand, when you go behind the veil, that means I'm hiding behind this veil. And I know that God is leading me and all I'm doing is following where he tells me to go. Where we going, Lord? Which road should I drive down? Huh? Oh, no, not that road. Okay, let me turn around because there's a shooting over there. Huh? See, when you go behind the veil, huh? that's what happens. God said, go home right now. I need you to hurry up and get home because something's happening in your neighborhood right now. And I need the believer to get there. See, when you go behind the veil, huh? come on, somebody, I'm following God. He's leading me, but all I'm doing is following him. He will tell me which area to go in, where to go, not to go, what to do, not to do. When you come on, somebody, y'all don't understand. See, 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 God is going to change up how you've been spending time with him. God's going to change up your prayer life. God's going to do something different. See, we going behind the veil. Remember, you can't know the hidden things if you don't go behind the veil. You can't know what's happening before anybody else call you about it if you don't go behind the veil. My God. Now, he said also, transformation happens. You're going to be transformed. You showed up today. You're getting ready to be transformed. You're not going to be yourself no more. Amen. Folks ain't going to have to tell you you look different, acting different, talking different. You walking different. He, you gonna be saying it to your own self. You saw what I told God. I said, God, something feels different about me. Something is happening. You gonna say it yourself. Cause it's a transformation happening right now as I open my mouth. Watch what I say when you leave from here. There's a transformation happening in this room as we speak. Hallelujah, God. Oh, yeah, I'm almost done. Y'all don't realize. <laughs> We're going behind the veil. Oh, Lord, have mercy. When you're behind the veil, you get time to get deeper with God. Oh, let me say that again. You're going to get deeper with God. Get real, real deep. You're going to get deeper. You're going to get so deep, it don't make no sense you that deep with God. You're getting that deep with God. Oh, glory. Come on, Lord. Oh, he said it's time to get deeper with him. Let me read this again because he told me read that scripture again to you so you can really get it this time. Jeremiah 33 and 3 said, call to me and I will answer you and tell you and even show you great and mighty things which have been confined and hidden, which you do not know and understand and cannot distinguish. You ain't going to be able to distinguish this thing. Woo! 
behind the veil. Your prayer life gets more intimate with God. I know people, we've been saying as believers, we got to have an intimate relationship with God. But see, when you go behind the veil, your relationship going to be so intimate. Your husband going to get jealous of God. That's how intimate it's getting ready to get. Y'all better hear me. Your wives going to get jealous of God. That's how intimate man of God is getting ready to get. When you go behind the veil, they going to be asking you who you was with. I was with G. They ain't going to believe you. That's how intimate me and God is getting now. Huh? Yeah. Why you so happy? You know, most of the time women, when they see a glow on our face, what they say? Oh, you must got a new man in your life. I do. I'm so intimate with God. It's called Jesus. That's how intimate I'm going to be glowing so hard, so much. Yes, y'all going to think I got a new man. That's it. They got a new man. Lorraine, they gonna be calling Lorraine because they know Lorraine know almost everything. Lorraine, that's just seeing somebody else. No, yeah, I ain't got intimate with God. I'm, I'm behind the veil now. See, I've been in the forefront before, but I didn't know about. They didn't preach and teach me in theology school about going behind the veil. This something they can't teach y'all. This something God only can give y'all when you go behind the veil. Come on, somebody. Let me get to this. Hallelujah. Woo! You go act, think, and say from only speak from God's heart when you go behind the veil. No longer from your flesh. You're going to be in this world, but not of the world. See, scriptures are getting ready to come to pass. You're going to be the walking Bible. You're going to be the walking Bible. You're going to be scripture. Y'all hear me? Y'all going to be scripture. My God, come on, Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. He said, you only go hear from my heart. You only go hear from my heart. So when you, you, the song has said how they lay back and rest on God. Woo, that's how y'all going to do now in your daily life. You're going to lay back and rest on God. God, I need to hear your heart. I don't need to move by my flesh. I don't need to move by my emotions. I don't need to move by my feelings. I can't think or act from that, God. No more do I want to be that person. I need to hear from your heart. Lord have mercy. That just got me right there, y'all. My God, my God, when I can hear from God's heart. Oh, Jesus, help me, Lord, today. I'm almost finished, y'all. Stay with me. I was required to read a book before I could take on this position. Let me tell you. I had to go behind the veil. My God. Sandra. When I got, I said, where this been? Why I'm just getting a hold of this? What in the world? And the title is perfect. Huh? It has changed my game. 
book. But let me tell you how I know this woman, this founder, got behind the veil. Can I tell y'all something? Now I understand why God say, don't you go nowhere. You better stay right here. I understand it now. I don't know if y'all know, but I understand it. When I read about Jane, oh, my God, I know she been behind the veil. Just a tidbit. They told her not to talk at home. Mm. Can I tell y'all? Just a tidbit. She could share a testimony way better than me. But I'm going to tell you what I read. And I was up there thinking, Lord, how in the world this woman that was not allowed to talk in her house as a young girl was not allowed to speak. What They didn't want to hear her voice. And now God allowed her. He had, she had to go behind the veil because she didn't think she could be qualified for something like this. Because she grew up that way, not talking, because they didn't matter. That's right. So after you done heard people over and over and over tell you, shut up, be quiet, we don't want to hear you talk. You ain't got nothing good to say, don't say it at all. You better shut up, I'm the only voice in there. After you hear that over and over and over and over and over and over and over, you become it. Can I help y'all women? I'm getting ready to close now. From childhood, they told y'all I had to pay for that certification for childhood trauma because I needed to understand myself. I didn't even know God was going to do all this he's doing now. It was about me. My trauma inside of me. So I needed to understand this thing. But watch this. God manifest his glory in this woman to start something and now to watch the masses that is touching all over the world not just locally not in the u.s but nation why but she was told y'all would believe she was told that Y'all, 
a cheerleader. Y'all can't imagine what that was like being a cheerleader. I sung in the choir. See, I will go and be a part of things to use my voice, but I didn't personally like it. So what I do, I stay quiet. I didn't talk much. I didn't socialize with people. I didn't, and so people just thought, oh, she all, she thinks she all that. I have guys that went to school with me and they say, you were very intimidating. That's how much I didn't talk to nobody. But nobody knew, not my mother, not my brothers, that inside of me, I didn't like hearing my own voice. Y'all can't tell, huh? Because look how I'm talking right now. I know y'all said in your head, I told y'all behind the veil now. So God telling me what y'all thinking. Y'all better watch it. I'm behind the veil now. Come on, somebody. He ain't keeping nothing from me. So that book brought out something in me. It woke up what I've been set free and delivered from. So when God said, I'm calling you to preach, and I said, God, I don't, don't nobody want to hear me? He said, they're waiting on you. I said, God, they got all them other pastors and preachers and TDJs and all them. They got some folks out there. They ain't got to wait on me. He said, no, they're waiting on you. He's telling you to step up 
He's telling you that you can't say what he tells you to say. I'm coming to you, and I come today to say, we're going to walk different. We're going to talk different. I'm going to learn how to do. I'm going to do what God say to do. I'm coming out of God's heart, not my feelings, not my flesh, not my emotion, not, not, not me. It's time, ladies, me, and it's time to go behind the veil. It's time to go behind the veil. It's time to go behind the veil. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, it's time to go behind the veil. Ah, don't be scared of it. Go behind it and watch what he do to you. You need to get delivered, you better go behind the veil. You need to go and set free, go behind the veil. You need to break a generational curse, go behind the veil. You need God to change your life, go behind the veil. You need a breakthrough, go behind the veil. You need your financial needs, man. Get behind the veil. tell me hidden things. He said, Cindy, he said, when you left, I remember at the prayer meeting, she said, y'all pray for me. I'm getting ready to go to Lebanon. Oh, Jesus. She said, and she passed out these cards and then told us what all, how she wanted us to pray. When you left, Cindy, War wasn't broken out. Ah, Jesus. I was behind the veil this morning. He said, so while you was up there, war jumped out. And now we all nervous. Y'all, we got to really press in for Cindy. They didn't start war over there. But watch this, Cindy. Y'all see Cindy, don't y'all? Y'all see her? Okay. Y'all, let me tell you something. God going to make believers out of folks. Y'all see Cindy, don't you? When she left, there was no war. While she was over in that other country, war jumped off. And there was. And then Cindy shared with us that she didn't know if she was going to make it back. Because at first, everybody calling her, trying to contact the nation messages. We was down here pressing in for you, baby girl. You just don't even know. But when she left, no one.
I branded the land yeah. with Jesus. Oh. And then that that war oh, broke out. Come on. And, and yeah, I, yeah, woman of God. Nothing was happening around us. Yes. But then my prayer partner yeah. texted me. And said you better get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is have to be Yes. Out. I said, well, I, Ooh, I better go. Ooh, I better Jesus. go. Jesus. I said, I called my husband uh, ASAP. Thank you, Lord. And he spent a Are your face? 
I'm telling you, y'all, we are getting ready to go behind the veil. Experience the veil. Stand to your feet, please. Let's go down up here. Oh, Jesus. I want those that require prayer after this. Amen. I see that oil that came up here. If y'all require prayer, I want you to come up. Because when you go behind the veil, you're getting some healing. You're getting deliverance. Oh, come on, don't miss your assignment. You, if you're not saved, the woman of God said it earlier, you need to be saved. If you need to rededicate your life, you need to get rededicated. Come on, somebody. I'm just telling you now, we're going behind the veil in the name of Jesus. Glory in the name of Jesus. Glory in the name of Jesus. Amen, woman of God. Glory in the name of Jesus. Everybody that needs the experience. I got a prayer team up here that's being ready in place if y'all could come and get in position in place uh, and I want them to come and pray with you as well they equipped I wouldn't get them up here if they weren't qualified and equipped y'all I don't play because nobody friends I don't do that thing right there not with God we need folks that know what they're doing we need this is serious business we're in this is crucial time we gotta stop the war not to come and touch the U.S. y'all better hear what I'm saying we got to make sure they don't show up over here. And if all of us ain't praying on one accord, they showing up. But I promise you, if we all vote God heaven, and we stop the enemy from coming on our church, he will not come. They can't come. And when they come, the Bible says, every tongue that rise up against you shall be condemned. Every tongue that rise up against the U.S. shall be condemned. Come on, somebody. Every fiery God that the enemy sin, they got to return back to the sender. Ah, come on, somebody. Y'all better make the word works when you work the word. If y'all don't work the word, it ain't going to work. I need my prayer team lined up. Y'all, come on, somebody, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Ah, I'm looking for the oil. I need some oil on my hand, God's glory. God, your presence is everlasting. Oh, God, we bless your name, God. Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Thank you. 